0: All right, episode seven, Accidental Bully podcast. Uh, lied to your faces. Going to get into that in a bit. Got to play the intro song. Don't know why I've got to play an intro song, but I've got to do it. Here we go. Oh, that's long enough. I can't sit in silence by myself for that long. That was weird. Um, lied straight to your faces, in your ears, not to your face, behind your back um side to side wherever the sound was coming from i lied to your faces i said that it'd be coming out weekly and i didn't i didn't hold up my end of the bargain Uh, (laughs) fuck um it's bad when you make a promise and don't keep it it's double bad when you make a promise and don't keep it on the record and not only was it on the record but it was stated as something that should be noted on the record like on the record i'm not gonna do another one more than a week apart and then waited two and a bit weeks Uh, so i got sick we did at the office, I got a new space, change it up a little bit. It's not fully finished, so I thought I'd jazz it up a little bit for those watching, the weirdos watching, the weird-watching weirdos. I uh, have a little, they have the laptop set up behind me looking like a fireplace, making it a bit classy up in here. Because if you didn't know, screens displaying things that are real like fires or forests, very classy. Very classy. Artificial is classy, if you didn't know. Um... But it's a benefit to me calling the podcast Accident a Bully because accidentally made a promise. Well, no, intentionally made a promise, accidentally didn't follow through, probably not even an accident, probably knowingly didn't follow through, but I should have, but I got crook and then shit happened and got lazy and if I'm being honest, I just wasn't feeling it, but I'm back and we're classy because we've got a fireplace and... I'm wearing a sweater, not even over a business shirt, just casually, casual sweater. <laughs> not allowed to do that unless you're a dad, which I am. Um, getting sick at the moment is really weird. I uh, got sick and that was very strange because normally you get sick, you get the cold, you get a cold, you get the flu, you just think, oh, well, I'll get better, it'll be all right. You know, it's just the flu, it's just a cold. At the moment when you get sick, it's like, oh, am I short of breath? Am I a little bit of sweat and you're like, oh, am I fevering? Is it the fever? Then you're Googling symptoms. You know, is nine coughs? Cough nine times? Is that COVID? How many coughs is COVID? How many coughs? Too many coughs on the dance floor. Uh, How many, you know... You start thinking weird things, and you're laying in bed. You wake up, and you're laying. In bed. I found myself breathing, almost doing like breathing exercises to see. And be, you take a big, deep breath in. I'd be like, <gasps> i be like, is that how far I can normally breathe in? And you do it again. You do it too many times, then you're short of breath. You know, you take four or five big, huge, deep breaths in, and it kind of screws up your rhythm. Then you're short of breath. Then you're freaking out that you're short of breath, and you think it's COVID. And then also the hard thing at the moment is you can't just go to the doctor like normal. Normally, you just go to the doctor, they sort you out, all sweet. But at the moment, if you go to the doctor, you've got to go and get a COVID test. And that almost scared me more than the actual thing because I thought if I'm going to get a COVID test, I'm probably going to be where all the people are that might have COVID. So then I might get COVID from the COVID test place. So what do you do? You might have COVID, but if you don't, you're going to get it. The COVID test place is where you're going to get COVID if you're checking to see if you had COVID conspiracy theory 911 and speaking of covid the world health organization you absolute bunch of fucking plonkers you useless depleted set of assholes like that it just blew me away this story how how the world health organization they're like hey guys maybe just go and start doing some preliminary investigation in china see what's going on work out what's happening maybe just ask some questions ask around You know, if they, I've got no background in viruses, no background investigation, nothing. If someone says to me, hey, why don't you go investigate the coronavirus? I'm going to go, hey, maybe my first stop might be the first place it was seen. I might be going to Wuhan. The World Health Organization, they might know better than me, but you'd think they'd pay a visit to Wuhan, but they didn't. Just... Just, just what are you doing? The World Health Organization. Who? That's what they say. In it's it's clever because it's, uh, fuck. What's it called? And an, what the fuck's it called? An abbreviation. What's it called when the letters from a word, when like the World Health Organization is abbreviated into who? I don't know. I've forgotten what that's called, and now I feel stupid. An, an anagram, anagram. Fuck. All right, either way, the World Health Organization that when you l- l- make it smaller it becomes WHO and in Wuhan, the place where the virus originated, where they should know who the World Health Organization is, you ask them, "Hey, do you know who the World Health Organization is?" They're going to say, "Who?" because they didn't visit here. Yes. Didn't know. I didn't know what the word was for the when you get a three words and you make them into one little abbreviated word but i got the joke across anyway and i don't even know if it's funny but someone's gonna hear it but let's check wuhan first wuhan the originator who is it like imagine if it's imagine if we find out it's like a it's another monkey fucker imagine that Imagine, I wonder if there's anyone since the first person that got because they they believe AIDS came from a monkey. I wonder if there's been anyone since the first person that got AIDS that got AIDS from another monkey. Like I wonder if there's 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 been more than one person that got it from a monkey or if the first guy got it and then gave it to other people or if there have been multiple monkey fuckers that got AIDS. Cuz that's the real AIDS. Like if you're getting the if you're getting the monkey AIDS, that's legit. That's like that's like getting the COVID from Wuhan. You know, (laughs) I wanted to have that, getting that fresh COVID straight from the source, that organic COVID, that fucking, that COVID that's going to take Clive Palmer down. Clive Palmer, I hope you get COVID. I don't hope you die from it, but I hope it messes you up a little bit and maybe you rethink your, rethink your shit. And you know what? What's what's fucking crazy too? If they, if someone said to Clive Palmer, who's a complete fucking idiot, "Hey, champion, could you go and investigate the coronavirus? Go to China and investigate it," he'd even he'd be like, "Oh, I'm going to Wuhan first. I'm not spending four days in Beijing, having the Chinese government buy me fucking bracelets and shoes and pleats for my skirts, and taking me out to nice dinners." Because that's exactly what would have happened. They would have rolled up there and China would have been like, come with us. You want to go to Wuhan? No, 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 no. There's a great American restaurant that's just opened. Because you don't go to China and eat Chinese food. (laughs) You go to China and eat American food. I wonder if... yeah, Maybe they're anti-American food in China, actually, because they hate America. Or maybe they just eat the shit out of it. Maybe they get... The best american food so that americans can't eat as much of it just like yeah eat it COVID's a weird one ai eh? i'm thinking about I, I always look at the news and you see in victoria and it's i'm not sure if this is just me but it have got it's i think it's the world built us up on this whole this whole idea that records getting broken where we, we always watch the news and everything's built up like the worst ever the best ever the fastest ever the slowest ever the biggest, the smallest, all these sorts of things. So I find myself getting into these weird moments in my brain and I'm not happy about it, but I know it's just the way it works. But say, there's, say they're talking about the coronavirus statistics and they say 750, the most ever cases in a day. I get a little bit excited. And then the next day I'm like, oh, I wonder if it's going to be 800. When it's, it's not good that I'm thinking that way, but I still, that's just the way my brain works. It's like I'm looking, like now when they're getting back down to 116s, I'm like, oh, I really want it to hit a thousand. I don't know why, but it just it's I think it's just the way we're programmed. Like I'm bad, I'm like that with everything. I'm bad, I'm like that with bad shit. Like you hear like like mass shootings going on and stuff like that, and they get to like they say the record's 58 the worst ever is 58 and in this shooting there were 55 deaths I'm kind of like oh that close he was that close like imagine being one of the 55 and not being you know not being part of something bigger <laughs> oh fuck that's horrible <laughs> Jesus but coming in a bad time too with everything going on over in New Zealand what a fucking piece of shit that gun is that went into the mosque and shot up the joint what a fucking dog it's pretty cool I, watched, I saw a pretty cool image of that um, one of the guys from the mosque standing there and he he, um, he made everyone just sit in silence and I said that was the most powerful moment of the thing was uh, when the the victims got to make statements as he said is he said basically I just want everyone in the room to think about the, the person they love the most and think about them for 15 seconds in silence and that would have that would have been some powerful shit I don't know how people can sit across from that absolute piece of shit without going wild. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. Um, Fuck. I kind of... Yep. I segued from making jokes about me getting excited about seeing bad shit happen to talking about some real bad shit that actually did happen. (laughs) But accidental bully podcast—that's what it's called. It started out by telling you that I lied to you. So, what's worse, mass shootings or lies? Hmm. And all—and all this while, while this fucking weird stuff's going on, there's just the internet is just popping off about politicians being disgusting, kitty fiddling f- monsters. Like there's all this stuff. I, I don't know when I don't know when Hillary Clinton's hearing is, but Hillary Clinton's hearing is coming out soon about all of her um all of her emails coming out, and I can't wait. All the emails she deleted. Hopefully they get their hands on them and they get released. And there's also the this all this drama going on with um the Epstein stuff, with the judge's the judge who wants to release all the information, make it all public. son um got killed, and that's all coming now. So shit, we're gonna have some inf- information hit the hit the internet, that's going to blow up. But basically, either way, Hillary Clinton, you're a fucking monster. And isn't it interesting? Here's an interesting anagram for you. Pre-Hillary was Laura Bush as First Lady. Post-Hillary, Barbara Bush. Hmm. So... There was only one bushless first lady in like 20 years, Hillary Clinton. Now, without in context means nothing. But think about the fact that the White House has hedges, manicured bushes. And what do you do to a bush to make it neat? You manicure it. So maybe Hillary had some shrubbage, but it was hedged you honestly think a deviant like Bill Clinton would accept a messy first lady patch I don't know where I'm going with this but I want to know if Hillary Clinton had a Bush or if Laura and Barbara Bush didn't have Bushes surname Bush Bushless Hillary with Bush Bushes Bushless and I'm tackling the big topics uh, apparently, Bill Clinton called her the First Lady. Hey, y'all. Thirst Lady was getting it. Uh, Bill Clinton. <laughs> just, just what the fuck is going on? You, you see people like Bill, why is it that US presidents are always just caricatures? Like Obama just came across as a caricature of just, just the most respectful person you could possibly see when in the background, I think he did some shady shit because he's the US president. Bill Clinton, deviant, did some fingering. Trump is just every photograph of him as a caricature. He's orange. His hair's wild. And if you ask him, no one's ever been more pro-Israel than Donald Trump. I'm, I'm, I'll link that. I don't have the video set up, but I'll link it. I'll link it later. I might share it at the end of the video or something. There's that 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 Vice video that I absolutely love. That's um, twenty four. What is it? Twenty four. What's it called? 24 things Donald Trump is the best at, or something like that, I think it's called. Either way, I'll put it up, I'll put it up on my social media, it's the best. Um, just what, what the fuck is going on in the world? And look at the moment now, we've got people, people working on this next election. And it's like, okay, do we vote for Trump again? Shit's pretty fucking bad. So probably wouldn't be voting for Trump again. And then there's the alternative, is Joe Biden who is creepy as fuck and can't string a sentence together every time you see him on camera he's doing interviews with people and he's reading from scripts so who's actually like, if you vote Joe Biden as president who is the actual president because it's not Joe Biden because who's writing those scripts he sure isn't someone's doing it for him and who the fuck are you voting in that but that's, that's the case in general I guess who's actually leading the country you know where's the money Where's the money trickling down from? Trickle down presidency. Trickle down the bushless first ladies. Because Ivanka, uh, is it Ivanka or Ivana? Ava- Ivanka? Melania? I think Melania. Get normal names, Trumps. I think it's Melania as the first lady and Ivanka as the daughter. But all the Trumps are bushless, without a doubt. Melania Trump? Clean as a whistle and I'd pay for that calendar I'd pay good money for that calendar the first lady bush calendar bushless no bushless you know wonder who's been the hottest first lady we we're zeroing in some topics here but it's classy. And you know that's the thing. I can say whatever I want this podcast and it's classy because I've got the, the, the artificial fire in the background. And artificial, classy. Hey, I'm not sure if, if other people think this, but I think, I think Facebook needs to change, change a couple of things about its, about its alerts. Because like, I will see someone on Facebook and it will come up in my, you may know this person. And I do know them. I don't know them that well, but I know them well enough that I should probably send them a friend request. But I haven't seen them recently. I haven't spoken to them recently. There's no crossover. There's no reason for me to be searching for them. So I will see people come up in my, you may know this person, and I'll hesitate and not send the friend request because I don't want them to think that I've searched for them. Like I wasn't thinking about you. I wasn't thinking about you. You appeared on my feed and it was one button. If it was any typing involved, you wouldn't be getting the friend request. So I want, I wish I could send a friend request and know that Facebook was going to say, this person added you as friend. You came up in their suggested box. Because then I'd be much more comfortable. I'd be much more comfortable if they, Yep, they came up in your suggestions. That's why they added you as a friend. They weren't thinking of you at all. They don't care about you. They just want to maybe like a post if you have a kid in a few years or they want to watch as you have public meltdowns. That's that's all I want to know. That's the only reason if, if I'm adding you as a friend on Facebook and we haven't spoken in two years, then it's pretty likely all I want to do is be there if something goes down that I don't want to miss. I don't want like I don't want someone to say to me, Hey, did you see what happened with such and such on Facebook? And I'd be like, fuck. I missed it. What a letdown. Been watching some movies lately i've i can't, i can't escape i can't escape shrek because the kids just love shrek but the more i watch it the more i'm starting to analyze it and it's one of those movies that i'm, I'm starting to think like there are some there are some real questions that we need answers to out of, out of out of shrek like i feel like it was way too easy for them to break in and get princess fiona out because they just w- rolled in there. Like pretty much, It's w- w- what stopped her ever breaking out? And she turned into an ogre at night. So technically she turned into a female version of Shrek at night. Surely she could break out. She, we, we, there was that scene where she beat the fuck out of Robin Hood and all his tight pant wearing comrades. Like why did she not break herself out? And... What was she eating while she was in that tower? Who Was, was someone bringing her food? Because if someone was bringing her food, how were they getting in and out? Was it was the food magically appearing? And the dragon was reasonable in the end. The dragon fell in love with donkey. So did she ever try talking to the dragon? Like All that time she grew up in a tower, did she ever just ask the question? Did she ever just go, hey dragon, you're a lady. What about we get out of here? Find love. I don't get it. And who taught her self-defense? Like She, was, she said, you don't, you, you, when, you, when you live alone, you've got to learn self-defense or something like that. Who taught her? How did she learn self-defense? Are, are, they st- are they trying to say that she stayed in a tower and invented martial arts? Because if you've never experienced it and you're coming up with it, you invented martial arts. So are they saying that Princess Fiona invented martial arts? And how's her hair so clean and neat? What? What is going on? And also, do you reckon she would have been disappointed when she turned into an ogre and she didn't get to stay in her small little petite human form and get that big ogre dick from Shrek? Like surely. Like surely. If she's, if she's marrying an ogre, her brain's still the same if she's an ogre on the outside or what like like surely in her mind she would have been like fuck imagine imagine getting that that ogre dick while i was still you know little petite not even petite while i just wasn't an ogre and are ogre dicks normal or are they different like are they not compatible are they square And I feel now. I'm, now I'm talking about this, and I'm thinking, hmm. I didn't think about I, you know what. I didn't think about this while I was watching the movie. I thought about this afterwards. So it's weird now admitting that I was thinking about Shrek's dick outside of outside of the movie. But that's a that's the kind of thing that's going on. I watch. Oh, speaking of movies, fucking hell. I watched the new. Um, I watched the new Charlie's Angels movie. And that has got to be up there with with the worst movies I've ever seen. Like it, it is possibly the worst movie I've ever seen. Based on the like, if you were to put it into into perspective of how much money they spent on it and all the resources they had to create such a bad movie, it's fucking awful. Like, for, firstly, the, they made the biggest mistake. They hired Kristen Stewart to try and play a role of someone who had a personality. Like the person in the movie that's supposed to be the cool kind of punk chick, they picked Kristen Stewart. Who the fuck is casting Kristen Stewart as a... Like if you want... Kristen Stewart is like you hire her if you want a, a fucking bowl of water that turns into a human but keeps its personality. Like Kristen Stewart is like a blanket Kristen Stewart has a personality and the acting ability of a blanket. And that movie is fucking awful. Also, they got Elizabeth Banks. um, Elizabeth Banks directed it and... uh, Elizabeth Banks directed it and cast it. And and basically, she's never had anything... She never really had any involvement in any action movies. And then she goes and directs this action movie that was always going to be scrutinised. And she just fucking butchered it. The movie is absolutely garbage. Uh, and it just didn't, and then oh, and then that's right, and I read an interview afterwards because I was reading some reviews because I wanted to see the whenever I watch a bad movie, it's awesome just going to see the reviews and just seeing how how see it get tore up torn apart, and I was reading some reviews <coughs> I was reading some reviews, and I saw a um I saw an article where she was talking about it, and she was like commenting on all the bad reviews, and she was she was talking about the fact that. Um, she believed the reason it got reviewed so badly was because people just, people just aren't, comf- aren't comfortable seeing strong women on screen. And no, it's nothing to do with that. Like, the problem is not strong women on screen. The problem is not female action heroes or anything like that. There have been some sick female action heroes and there have been some sick leads in movies by women. But you just made a fucking garbage movie. I, honestly, Elizabeth Banks, what have you done other than have JD's baby on Scrubs? You know, because you don't direct good movies. Charlie's Angels, up there, the worst movie of all time. And I, I'll bet you were involved in the casting. And just, <laughs> oh, it was so bad. I can't even. I, I feel like I'm not doing doing it justice to explain how bad it was. Like the music, and I feel like I feel like sometimes when things go all female, and they but and that but but it, but that becomes the identity. And I feel like this was one of those movies where the identity became we're making an all-female action movie at all costs. Like we're never going to have a man in the movie that does anything good. The men are going to be the bad guys. We're never going to have a woman that does anything seemingly bad. We're not going to have any music. That has any men in it, we're not gonna. And it just, it kind of feels forced and awkward. Like, it's it's great to see female leads in movies, and to see the film industry hopefully leveling out. But when you you force a direction so hard, it just gets so stupid. And the movie just, it was, oh, it was fucking bad. Patrick Stewart in possibly the worst acting of his whole career. Like I, the work worst acting i've ever seen from a bald guy gotta go out and say it worst acting i've ever seen from a bald guy and it was patrick stewart you know he does he did better acting when he was in a wheelchair in x-men better acting when he was only acting with half of his body he may as well have only been acting with half of his body in this movie and it would have been the bottom half of his body because the top half of his body did fucking nothing It's so frustrating when you see these movies and and then you find out what their budgets are and you realise they had so much money to get it done and they just made trash. Elizabeth Banks, Christian Stewart, you should be ashamed of yourself. The movie was fucking garbage. And the first Charlie's Angels was sick. One of the best lines in the history of history was the Chad, the Chad. Amazing. That creepy, creepy thing guy that smells hair. Perfect villain. Amazing. Again, actually, man's the bad guy, but they did it properly. And it was a creepy guy. Actually, the first Charlie's Angels is a way more empowering female movie than this Charlie's Angels that was made to be an empowering female movie. The first Charlie's Angels, Cameron Diaz did the bum dance, did the bum dance that Sarah Marie then got o- got over the line at Bloody Big Brother. Thanks a lot, Sarah Marie, getting the bum dance going. I'm just thinking that first Charlie's Angels was actually wonder if there's any part of it that would be considered anti not nope, Drew Barrymore kicked the fuck out of some blokes while strapped to a chair. Very empowering. Walk, uh, the She left the chad and he fell in the water. Very empowering to women. Lucy Lou, always awesome. Man, I can't believe that They literally tried to make a. Uh, it seems like they tried to make this new one more, more empowering to women and more like female centric. But the first one crushed it. Huh? Huh? There you go, Elizabeth Banks. You could have made a shot for shot remake, and it would have been better than the fucking garbage that you released. Terrible. But I did, but I did lucky and scrub. So thanks, thanks for the memories. <laughs> oh god I always after these podcasts what's really funny is I always get weird ads for stuff because obviously I'm talking into a microphone and my computer's just listening and I get these real weird ads come up on YouTube but I, there's one ad that's stuck around and I can't get it to go away and it's ads for um, it's ads for the the buttons that you wear around your neck that you push the button if you fall down and can't get back up and you need help like the emergency buttons <laughs> And I don't, I don't know why that is coming up, but it, I can't shake it. That ad is on my phone and the computer all the time. I just get it constantly, and I don't, and I don't really know why they're advertising that on YouTube. Because so who's on YouTube? Like, I feel like it's a very, very old person thing to be buying one of those, one of those buttons that goes around your neck to call an ambulance or something. I don't get it. And also, it's like, it's like, what are you painting me as, YouTube? Do you think, is it like YouTube? Imagine like YouTube's trying to insult me. They're like, you're gonna fall down. You're gonna fall down. Oh, but I'm not. I'm not gonna fall down, YouTube. But they're like, no, you should get one of these buttons that, you know, you should get one of these buttons that you push when you fall down because you're gonna fall down. Leave my balance alone, YouTube. And then I don't know, at work actually for a little while, I got these, um, I got ads come up for bikinis and um, bikinis and like swimwear, female swimwear come up on com- my computer. So I guess someone at work was googling bikinis, and it came up on on my ads. I've gotta be honest, didn't mind it. So YouTube, if you could, if you could. You know, sling some of them my way. I, I get it. You got to advertise your stuff. You got to get your you got to get your money out of the companies that want to pay you. But stop telling me I'm going to fall down all the time. And it just creeps me out when you these these ads you get. The, but then again, actually, I don't know if I'd if I'd rather that or if I'd be more if I'd be more upset at the idea that them sending me ads for things that I actually do want because then they they really know what's going on. YouTube, internet, internet's creepy. How creepy is that shit? You can be like bowling ball cleaner and the ads are coming up. And I don't – and the thing is is that I wouldn't have thought that there would be so many companies advertising this weird shit that have money in the bank that's just held by YouTube and they're like, when the time comes, spend it. When someone talks about falling down and having the button to push – Here's our money. You know what to do. Like I could, you can honestly say anything. You can almost say anything into the computer and an ad is going to come up. So that means these companies are constantly advertising on YouTube and Facebook with those specific things in our specific areas. Oh, it just freaks me the fuck out. It just freaks me the fuck out. I don't know what else I was going to talk about. I feel like there was something else I was going to talk about. But I didn't write it down here in my notes and I can't remember. And it's just fucking annoyed me. Because I definitely. What the fuck was it? Oh, this is this has annoyed me. This is bloody annoyed... Oh, that's right. That's what I was gonna talk about. That's what I was gonna talk about. I had a gig at the life resort. And it went pretty well, apart from the fact that I don't think it went very well. And that's the weird thing about doing, doing stand-up is you just don't know. I always find when I go into gigs, most the most confident is when I'm going to eat shit. And I didn't eat shit in this gig. I just didn't. It's hard when you go up and you do a set and either side of you, the people clearly get more laughs. And you're like, hmm. And it'd be very easy to be like, you know, I was up first. The crowd was flat, you know. But there wasn't much difference between the crowd when I started, the crowd when I finished, and the crowd when the next person went up. And yet more laughs. But then do you think they just had a great set? Which, which they did. But did I, why did I go wrong? <laughs> And it's the hardest thing. I always voice record my sets and then listening to them back afterwards is horrific. It sucks. Especially when it, when it doesn't go to plan. And you've got you got oh, there's nothing worse than listening back to yourself. And you and you you say a punchline and it just gets like like titters, titters of laughter. It doesn't get it doesn't get a solid laugh. And and I I'm relatively comfortable now with just moving on and not getting rattled by it. But when I listen back, I can still feel it. I can still feel the darkness that comes over you when, when a joke just doesn't land, and you just and you're up there, and it's like, and then you and then the next joke becomes so important. Like if the next joke doesn't land, oh shit! Fuck! And now I'm ooh. There's nothing like it. There's nothing like having a joke not land on stage. It stings it absolutely stings um, but otherwise it was a real good night <laughs> and um, check out the laugh resort in Perth. they are fucking awesome and in general actually check out all Perth comedy because um, at the moment Perth comedy is pumping and it's doing really well everyone's bounced back so well it's crazy I've gone to I've been to a few gigs since it started back up again and everyone's just everyone's doing sick. I thought there would be way more rust and I thought there would be a lot more stuff going on. Um I thought there'd be a lot more things going poorly for people. Um, maybe the gigs wouldn't get as many people as the um as they'd like, but it's just kicked off and it's been great. Um yeah, what a fuck, I just can't can't shake that, that bomb feeling. <laughs> oh God. Just I, the world's just melting down. Every time, every time I go into I like I talk about stuff. I talk about Hillary Clinton, talk about this, talk about that. And then there's like the deep-rooted issues that are coming. Like, we're probably going to go to war with China. We're probably going to go to war with China. And maybe that's why the World Health Organization didn't go to Wuhan. Maybe that's where they're – maybe that's where China's doing the real shit. Maybe they're like, you know what? If we release a crazy fucked-up virus that scares the shit out of everyone, they're never going to want to come to the place where that originated. So we're going to, you know, that's where we're going to do the work. We're going to tell everyone the virus started here. And that's going to explain why we're building all these buildings and why there's all these military personnel people here and why there's always helicopters and all this sort of shit when really they're building a base. Wuhan military facility. All those special hospitals they built, they hospitals. How do you know? You've been inside them? I haven't. The World Health Organization hasn't been inside them, that's for sure. Maybe they didn't go there because they're military facilities. And I hate to break the bad news, but if they were, we'd never know. And that's the best part about being just an everyday civilian, is that even if the world is going to end tomorrow, we never know. And if it is going to end tomorrow because someone's going to go to war with someone else. We've got no control over that either. We can't even do any convincing. We can't even pick up the phone and go, hey, champion, maybe just leave this one alone. Don't push the button. No, we can't do nothing. We can just get in our garages and just punch the bag. No, just punch the bag to relieve the stress. While the government's just like, don't ask questions. We got this. Do you? Because shit's not going well. Do you have this under control, ScoMo? Because shit's not going good. It seems like West Australia's got a good leader, but I guess it's because his method has been the one that's worked. So if another leader's method worked, then they'd be considered the great leader. So is is it luck or is it, you know, Mark McGowan was like, "Nope, my borders are staying shut. But then if it went differently and the borders remained shut and everyone else didn't go badly, then everyone would be like, Mark, why the fuck are our borders still shut? But even then, now I'm picking on, you know, he probably he did do a good job because we're all doing well in WA, but, you know. But, no, actually, great leader, forgot about this, because he went to the Rockingham pub and shouted people beers whose name was Mark. That's a top-notch move. i take it all back, Mark. It's not about borders. It's about beers. I don't even drink, but I know the value of buying beers for people with the, with the same name as you. Actually, that's uh, making a statement. If I meet, if I bump into someone at a bar whose name, who's got the same name as me, Tori, I'm buying them a beer. And I don't drink, but I'll have a beer with them because that's what you gotta do. Mark McGowan for Prime Minister. Beers, beers at beer at Kira Bealey. Kira Bealey House, it'll be. Fuck yeah. <laughs> McGowan. Bloody Mark. Bloody Mark McGowan. Aussie name, too. Mark. This is Mark McGowan, Prime Minister of Australia, reporting from Kira Bealey House. Hey, Mark, what do you reckon of mullets? Fucking love them. What do you reckon of beers? Love them even more. Buy him for anyone called Mark. What will you buy for someone called Mark McGowan? Um, a beer because his name's Mark, you fucking idiot. Oh, and by the way, Clive Palmer, we're not letting you into WA because you're a fat cunt and you'll probably die if you come in. How's that, How's that for a slut? Mark McGowan's like, stop being stupid, Clive. The reason we're not letting you in is because people like you are dying from this virus. You fucking you overgrown fuckwit. <laughs> just just the move of the century. Hey Clive, by the way, if you get the virus, you'll probably die. Is that a threat? No, it's factual. That's factual. Because you're already short of breath. So you get double, double short of breath, dead. Double double short of breath? Dead, Clive. <laughs> Kira Bealey, fucking Mark, go die, Clive, you cunt. Anyway, I don't know where I'm going now. I feel like I've reached that point. I've reached that point where I've reached that point where we're verging on losing the classiness, and I got the fire going, and the fire's, yep, it's going good. Haven't put water on it at all, actually. So I'm pretty, yeah, artificial classiness. No, the classiness isn't artificial. The fire's artificial. The classiness is real. Anyway, um, I promise all of you there will be another. Out- I don't know when the next episode will be. It's it's likely it's going to be weekly from now. I feel like everything's on top of shit. Um, I've kind of worked out a little bit more what I want to do with the podcast. I'm trying going to gonna try and figure out the next. Um, the next week or so i want to do some some different stuff if you have any ideas on shit that you would like me to talk about or anything that's that you find interesting or anything that um times that i've been a maybe any times i've been a, a dickhead that you remember or you've been a dickhead and you want me to tell the story um i'm open but either way we did it thanks so much thanks for listening appreciate it um hit all the buttons hit the subscribe buttons on whatever app you're listening to write comments i will reply to your comments and i will be mean you know why not um thanks so much have a good one bullet podcast episode seven done oh and by the way there's statistics that show that most podcasters don't make it to episode seven they give up so take that statistics yes All right, catch you a lot, guys. I'm Tory. Thanks so much.